Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. It's the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermal X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text T-E-A-R to 42424. That's TEAR to 42424. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. This is the Shane Dennis Show on the new ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Welcome in. Happy Thursday. Happy Leap Day. It's episode 677 Shane and Jack with you for the next couple of hours back in Wichita today, but no matter, the show will be just as good as it was yesterday and just as good as it will be tomorrow in Twin Peaks. Be out west, Ridge and Taft, more on that later. We will have a moment of levity here shortly, tell you what day it is, and we've got a couple guests for you, I'll tell you who they're going to be, spoiler baseball related. But first, here's how you can be a part of the show. You can call us at 316-669-4996, just like Travis did to win his Poly Shore tickets. Just saw him a minute ago. Appreciate him listening and all of y'all. So uh, during this show, I will have Dustin Lynch tickets, Shocker Baseball tickets, and Kansas Lottery tickets. So get your dialing finger ready. Not now. Don't call now. But wait till I call for you to call and then fire it up. 316-669-4996. All kinds of cool giveaways today and tomorrow, too, for that matter. Uh, text line 316-247-0923. Time to start texting from now till 4 o'clock at the very least with the Pulse and Pat. He's on from 2 to 4. More on that later, too. But give us a text, whatever you want to talk about, 316-247-0923. Around the house, if you have a smart speaker, you can tell it to play KKGQ 92.3 in your car slash on your radio, 92.3 FM, ESPNWitch.com on the stream. That way, you can... If you're lucky enough at work, stream us at work on your computer, your laptop, your device, your phone, however you want to do that. That's how you can stream the show if you're away from a radio. And if there's a cool segment, makes you laugh, or you didn't quite understand the total context, or you caught just some of it, and you want to know exactly what we're talking about, you want to re-listen to something, 
ESPNWichita.com on podcast. This show, The Pulse, prior to the Border Patrol of Mates 10 or post 4 to 6, the program with Seren Petro, all those are podcasts, all the great guests, funny bits, informational stuff, anything that you missed or you just want to hear again. Jack can hook you up at ESPNWichita.com. Click on the podcast. Follow us on X. Be our friends on Facebook. We're back at our Riverfront Stadium studio. It is February 29th. It's the 60th day of the year. There are 306 days left in 2024. And we're headed for a high today of 51 degrees today. All right, before we lay out the show today, I want to remind you that there will be basketball here on the channel after hours each of the next couple of days on the heels of that Friends-Bethany game, Southwestern-McPherson tonight at 7, and our high school game of the week is tomorrow, Friday, March 1, as high school postseason is kicking off. So all kinds of cool basketball play-by-play within the three days that started yesterday. And then, of course, we'll have KU Baylor coverage starting on Saturday at 10.30. So more basketball. And then uh, KCAC title games will be next Monday. So all kinds of basketball play-by-play for you here on the channel. All right, before we lay out the show for you today, it'll be a busy one and an exciting one. Jack will have our moment of levity. Hello, Jack. Hello, Shane. How do you call your cat with no legs to come to you? I don't know. It doesn't matter how you call it. It won't come anyway. Hmm. Of course. Clever. Today is February 29th. It's National Toast Day. National Time Refund Day. And, of course, National Leap Day. And some of you might be asking or wondering... What would happen without a leap day? Why every four years-ish do we have a leap day and the calendar increases by one day? Well, leap year exists in large part to keep the months in sync with annual events, including equinoxes and solstices. That's according to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory at the California Institute of Technology. It's a correction to counter the fact that Earth's orbit isn't exactly 365 days a year. The trip takes about six hours longer than that, according to NASA. And contrary to what some might believe, not every four years is a leap year. Adding a day every four years would make the calendar longer by about 44 minutes according to the National Air and Space Museum. And later, on a calendar yet to come, it was decreed that years divisible by 100 not follow the four-year leap day rule unless they are also divisible by 400. This is according to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory again. So in the past 500 years, due to that math, There was no leap day in 1700, 1800, and 1900, 
But 2000 had one because it's divisible by 400. And if the ne- in the next 500 years, if the practice is followed, there will be no leap day in 2100, 2200, 2300, 2500. The next leap years are 2028, 2032, and 2036. So in essence, without a leap day, according to a physics instructor at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, this is really what I suppose you really need to know or hear. According to this physics instructor, without leap years, after a few hundred years, we would have summer and November. Christmas would be in the summer. There would be no snow. There would be no feeling of Christmas. So there's kind of a thumbnail sketch of why we have leap day slash leap year. If you're totally confused, yeah, frankly, kind of so am I. Birthdays on Feb 29. Well, first of all, uh, occurrences. Bill Keen's Family Circus cartoon strip debuted in 1960. Leap year birthdays. Tony Robbins. Dennis Farina, RIP. And any other notables? William Hathaway. Dinah Shore. So a handful of uh, Leap Day birthdays today. So there you go. All right. Here's what we're going to talk about today, and here's how you can hop in if you want. Texter says, not that it snows here on Christmas anyway. Good point. Good point. All right. We're going to talk about the exciting night that was Shocker Hoops last night. We came this close to having it be a great day to be a Shocker yesterday slash last night. It was good, but not quite great. We'll tell you why here in a minute. And doing their part to make it a good day to be a shocker, the baseball team, victorious down in Tulsa over Oral Roberts, 3-1. to one. So in the next segment, we will talk to shocker pitching coach Anthony Claggett. His bullpen got him 24 outs yesterday and only allowed one run. We'll ask him about that. We'll ask him about Tyler Dobbs, what we need to know about him. We'll ask him about Caden Favors becoming a more well-rounded pitcher and what kind of role Caleb Anderson will have moving forward. In case you didn't know, the home opener for Wichita State Baseball is tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock as Utah Tech comes to town for a three-game series. So we'll talk to Anthony Claggett at 1225. Got a Twitter question that uh, popped into my head as I was driving down I-35 at ESPN Wichita. We'll explain it all, and I will do so in about 35 minutes from right now. We've got uh, Grind My Gears, 1 o'clock, with Jack and our very own Chance Lebo. Some things that bug us, sports or otherwise. So the Grind My Gears segment at 1 o'clock on Thursday continues today, top of the hour. And then at 125, Jamie Bluma will join. He's brought to you by CBD American Shaman. We'll ask him about who he thinks will emerge or reemerge for the Royals this year. So we'll have some baseball talk in each hour. College baseball talk, 1225. MLB talk at 125. 
I'm old Jack Young, February 29th. What other famous dudes or gals were born on February 29th, Leap Day? We'll check that out at the end of the show. And then Pat will be here. We're both back in studio, so he'll have, we'll have some crosstalk with him and get you ready for the Pulse from 2 to 4. So there you go. Shoot us a text if you want, 316-247-0923. That's the text line. We would love to hear from you. In part, because of Shocker basketball. If you want to talk about that, fire away. Because last night in Birmingham, the Shocker men pulled off one of the, maybe the big, big stunners of the year, for them anyway, in knocking off UAB at Barstow Arena, 74-66, and doing so, and in doing so, led for, mm, I won't go as far as to say the entire game, or pretty much the entire game, but they led for 26 minutes, and exclusively in the last, let's say, 23, it got close because, of course, it did. But at one point in the second half, it was 60-41, to 41, Wichita State. They took a six-point lead into the halftime break, which I think was satisfactory and more than good enough for all Shocker Nation, leading by six at UAB in the top quarter of the league at their place. How would they close it out, though? And would they? Could they? Well, we have seen that movie before, where Wichita State at Tulsa, for example, at FAU, not necessarily all road games, but Wichita State, if the, if basketball, college basketball was – 30 minutes long, Wichita State might be an NCAA tournament team, but it's 40. And because of that pesky little rule, Wichita State has had a rough season, to be sure. And after they went up 60-41 to 41 last night, um, perhaps Shocker fans were waiting for the other shoe to, to drop, but... Maybe 19 was too big of a lead for even a shocker pessimist to begin to worry. Well, by the three-minute mark-ish, everybody was worrying. It was a one-possession game by then. A 19-point lead was actually whittled all the way down to one. But Wichita State got some stops, made a few free throws. UAB dried up a little bit from the floor. And Shockers grabbed some rebounds and covered up a slew of turnovers in a short period of time that kicked the door open for UAB, and they almost barged in and came back from a 19-point deficit to win. But they didn't. Wichita State hung on 74-66 to and fueled in large part by Colby Rogers, who was just – unconscious. I think he made his first nine shots and his only miss 
was a drive to the bat. Well, his first miss, not his only miss. His first miss was on a drive to the basket where he tried a kind of a scoop shot finger roll that didn't go in. But that was one of his few mistakes. He had 29 points on 14 shots. He's five of six from three. Shockers did everything well in categories that they had faltered on in previous losses, except for turnovers. They ended up turning it over 18 times. But in the other important categories, Wichita State was great. Not good, but great. Field goal percentage hit half their shots, 50%. Hit over 50% of their threes, hit 75% of their free throws, and out-rebounded UAB by seven. All those specialty stats went to Wichita State. But the a bushel of turnovers in a short period of time almost sank that ship last night. But it didn't. And Wichita State wins 74-66. There is still an outside chance, and there are things in front of Wichita State that they can take care of that could prevent Wichita State from playing in the first day of the conference tournament in Fort Worth. Some would say, what's the difference? And I would listen to the argument if you don't want to get fired up over that. But in a year where Wichita State has time and time again come close but spit the bit, last night was different against one of the best teams in the league. The close but no cigars or the close shave losses – to FAU twice and Memphis once. All that, at least for a brief moment, was a race last night when the Shockers made some winning plays finally at the end to win 74-66. In the grand scheme of things, I would listen to the argument that it doesn't mean much. Didn't really, at this point, it's not a difference maker with their net, with their quad victories, whether it be at quad one or quad two. But what it did do is, to the players, maybe validate Paul Mills' faith in them and vice versa. And if you're a Shocker fan and you saw the celebration in the locker room, it at least made your heart a little happier because the Shockers had gone months between road victories, and that was the first one inside the conference. And they did it against one of the toughest teams. So congratulations to Wichita State. Colby Rogers, 29 points on 10 of 14 shooting. Harlan Beverly, when he's good, he stuffs the stat sheet, and he did last night too. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists for him. And Xavier Bell joined those two guys in double figures with 12 points. He was a perfect 6 of 6 from the free throw line. And Wichita State hung on and won, 74-66. No such luck for the Shocker women who took SMU to the wire last night in the Play for K pink game. Shocker women went to overtime after a buzzer-beating banker by Salise Blow from the right wing to tie it at 80, giving Blow a career-high 24 points. But Shockers faltered in OT to lose a heartbreaker, 88-84. Ella Ancio had a career-high 11 rebounds, playing the most minutes of her season. 
Daniela Abies with another double-double, her ninth, 17 and 13. Jayla Murray and Racy Sabo both got into double figures in scoring in a up-and-down, entertaining, high-scoring overtime game at Charles Koch Arena in a game in which Wichita State had their best assist-to-turnover ratio of the season, 21 assists and only 11 turnovers, plus they out-rebounded their opponent, too, like the men did. But it was not quite enough. That last-second heroic by Solis Blow only prolonged what eventually was going to turn into a shocker loss. But it was a competitive and very entertaining up-and-down game, won by the Ponies, 88-84. to So, good day to be a shocker. Not great. Would have been great if the shocker women would have pulled that off down the stretch. But just to come from behind and send that game to overtime was a minor miracle in itself. All right, there you go. There is your show. We are off and running. And a contributor to making it a good day to be a Shocker fan was the baseball team yesterday. And they wrapped up their seven-game trip away from X Stadium, either neutral or road. And the Shockers will come home with a 4-3 and three record as they defeated Oral Roberts yesterday afternoon, 3-1 to one at J.L. Johnson Stadium. We'll talk to the Shocker pitching coach, Anthony Claggett, who has had to really push a lot of buttons and pull a lot of strings over the last three games when it comes to managing that pitching staff. But they only gave up one run and five hits among seven of them yesterday. So we'll ask Clags about the Shocker pitching staff. Uh, we will also get into uh, the Twitter question at 1245-ish or so. It has to do with the speed limit and how you drive. We've got Grind My Gears at 1 o'clock, Jamie Bloom at 125, and your texts at 316-247-0923. Got giveaways galore as well. We'll get to all that throughout the rest of the show. But when we come back, Anthony Claggett, pitching coach for Wichita State, he saw his guys spin a five-hitter and only give up one run to ORU. Who were the stars and how did he do it? We'll ask him when we come back next. It's 1221. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. 
Your health is too important to take chances with. Let the experts at CBD Plus USA help you find the right products for your needs. CBD Plus only stocks the highest quality brands like Highly Concentrated, known for their smooth blends like Uplifting, Focus, Euphoria, Daily, and Knockout. And don't miss Flower Fridays, quarters 20% off, halves 30% off, and ounces 40% off. Visit today for weekly specials and all your Delta faves. Knowledge is power. Learn today at CBD Plus USA. Located at Woodlawn, north of K96, Greenwich in K96, and at 21st and Tyler. It's postseason time in the KCAC. 16 teams are trying to get to Hartman Arena in Park City, Kansas. Home to KCAC Championship Monday. Join me, Pat Stropman, for our live play-by-play coverage of the KCAC postseason tournament. On Thursday, it's the KCAC quarters on the men's side as Southwestern welcomes McPherson. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock. Only on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Welcome back to 1224. That's Dave Williams, RIP. Born on this day, no longer with us. From Drowning Pool, Dave Williams celebrating a birthday today in heaven, no doubt. All right, uh, last uh, yesterday and last night, Wichita State, into the early evening hours down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, brought home a 3-1 to win over Oral Roberts in baseball. And we go to the hotline right now and talk to first-year pitching coach Anthony Claggett. He joins us now. And We'll work from yesterday backwards, Coach. First of all, thanks for taking the time. How's it feel to wake up this morning four and three and knowing you're coming home to start a homestand? Yeah, Shane, thanks for having us. Uh, we appreciate it. It's good. It's good to get home and uh, kind of get settled in at X Stadium and um, you know take on Dixie State this weekend. But uh, or sorry, Utah Tech. Um, <laughs> but we're happy. We're happy with four and three and uh, feel like we played some pretty good baseball. So looking forward to this weekend. And you and your bullpen have really had to earn it over the last three games or so. Let's start with yesterday. And when you when you play a midweek game, you already know kind of baked in that there's going to be a handful of guys that you want to get out there. But you had to go to your bullpen in inning number two with no outs. And Tyler Dobbs probably, I'm going to guess, put you in a great frame of mind around about the fourth or fifth inning knowing that all right, we only got about 12 outs to cover up because this kid just gave us five scoreless innings. How good was he? He was fantastic. He really was. And and to be honest, Tyler's been really good um, for kind of a long period of time now. He, he came back after the winter break stronger and um, worked some good things during the winter break to 
tune up some mechanical things and came back and was pounding the zone with good stuff and it kind of trickled right into the spring so um what a tremendous opportunity for tyler and he seized it yesterday and we're really proud of him and uh yeah it was, it was stuck to the game plan uh we knew going in to face an oral roberts that uh, left-handed would be uh would be a good matchup for us and and tyler did his job we were really proud of him five innings one hit no walks most importantly four strikeouts so he bridged inning two to inning seven with those five innings he only threw i think 51 pitches or something like that also got a double play when he came in then you turn it over and kind of go back and forth as far as left, right, left with Iverson, Mount, Holmes, Anderson, and then Adler finished. I'm interested to, to ask you about your uh, strategy of pulling Caleb Anderson at the end of the game and going to Nate Adler. Was that simply because you had a Wednesday game and a quick turnaround on Friday and you wanted to get Anderson out of there because of a pitch count? No, <laughs> no thoughts of looking for tomorrow. Um, we were just simply trying to win a baseball game, uh, playing the matchups that we thought put our guys in the best position to be successful. Um, it happened to be that it was left-on-left matchups and then right-on-left matchups. Um, and, Ch- and Caleb specifically with the arsenal that he can um, be successful with is mixing the changeup, breaking ball, sinker, four-seam. Um, so he can face right and left. But, uh, yeah, we got to that point in the ninth inning there where – we felt like uh, Caleb was a good matchup for that last lefty, um, was able to get him, and then it became a good matchup for Adler. So we were simply just trying to go about it with, uh, with the, you know, win a baseball game and worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Talking to Anthony Claggett, first-year pitching coach for Wichita State. Shockers finally come home. they got a 3 o'clock game tomorrow afternoon against Utah Tech, kicking off a weekend series against the Blazers. Um, if you had your druthers, Coach, uh, would you rather play a Tuesday game as opposed to Wednesday just because you're one day closer to the weekend, or does that not factor in there? It doesn't matter, to be honest. Um, I mean, it can maybe affect your weekend series slightly, but, um, I mean, playing on a Tuesday, if you spend a lot of pitchers over the weekend, you can got to get thin on a Tuesday yeah. as well. So uh, it doesn't typically matter. Um we're fortunate to have a, a pretty deep bullpen. Like we, uh, we feel really confident about uh, a bunch of guys so that our depth is pretty good. And, you know, we're in a spot early in the year where we want to see guys go out and perform as well. So guys are going to get opportunities. So Tuesday, Wednesday right now doesn't uh, particularly uh, make us thin in the area right now. Um, so we're, uh, we're pleased to play on a Wednesday, but uh, leading to this weekend, we feel fresh still. Last year, uh, Shocker fans, of course, remember Caden Favors in his role and roles, I suppose. He was a really good reliever out of the pen. And he also turned into, by the time it was all said and done, a pretty good opener. He'd either go one or maybe two. And if it's effective and efficient, he'd maybe go three. But this year, he looks like a different dude. Uh, pitched into the sixth inning against Little Rock opening weekend. Pitched into the seventh inning against Virginia. What has it been like uh, coaching Caden Favors, and what has he added, uh, either physically or another pitch, to round into the, the pitcher that he's become? Not that he wasn't good last year, but he, he was kind of cutter-heavy and you know got a lot of ground balls. Seems like he's got the whole store now. What changed? Yeah, you hit it dead on. Caden's been um, really fun to work with. I mean, he's a tremendous kid. I, I think he's got a, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder from last summer and, and something to prove a little bit this year. And 
endurance probably being at the top of that list. But uh, he's done a great job with his body. He, he's a great work ethic. He's very consistent in his work ethic as well. And then anything on the mound that, um, you know, just slight adjustments, but adding a changeup, you know, obviously the cutter is his pitch. Um, and he was tremendous with it last year and very successful with that. But um, to be a consistent starter and to turn up the lineup, the lineup over two or three times, you got to have a little bit more of an extended arsenal and, and Caden be able to have the two seam and four seam along with the cutter and, and mix in a, a, a curveball for change of speed. And then the development of the changeup has probably been the pitch that uh, he would say that he's been most happy with. So um, we're really pleased with what he's been doing, you know, as far as the pitchability and then an endurance. I mean, he's healthy, he's strong. Um, our athletic training staff and Alex D, our strength staff, has done a tremendous job of making sure that he stays on routine throughout the week to get ready for Friday starts. And um, even so far on his bullpen days, he's been really strong. And um, the arm is in great shape. The body's in great shape. And he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a week-to-week process, but we're really pleased with Caden and, and his work ethic and how he's going about things. Regardless of the pitcher, whether it's a starter or reliever, how hard is it, Coach, to – kind of get them to get outside their comfort zone and not just lean on their best pitch. And it's more prevalent, I suppose, as a starting pitcher because you want them to go five or six innings. And like you said, see the turn lineup over three or four times before you go to the bullpen. But in Faber's case, it was leaning on the cutter. And I don't want to single him out specifically, but any kind of starter that you have, how hard is it to coach him out of the habits to just leaning on their bread and butter and become a more well-rounded pitcher? How do you get them to trust their stuff? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's all about the development piece. You know, we go into it early in the fall of, of trying to um, understand that, well, you're probably going to get 95% of these pitchers want to be starters. Um, and that's just typical. And you might have your couple guys in the bullpen who are your specialty guys, whether it's left on left or a, a right-handed slider guy. But most of these guys want to be starters, and we just tell them from a development standpoint that you're going to have to have probably at least three pitches that you can command in any count, um, and you're going to have to have command of the fastball. And so in the fall, we start to develop them as much as we can to maybe develop a changeup that they haven't been successful with in the past or develop a breaking ball that plays off the fastball well so um you know just looking at tyler dobbs yesterday and to be able to go through that length in five innings um he had great command of the changeup yesterday and obviously tyler's got a great fastball too and was able to throw that and pound that for strikes and then match up the breaking ball too so he was three pitches yesterday and that gave him the opportunity to go deeper into the game but for any of these guys um yeah i mean unless you have overwhelming velocity which we don't typically do. Um, you know, our highest velocity guy would be Tommy LaFour, but even him, he's got to help, you know, really develop the changeup and breaking ball and have some pitch ability. So these guys work on it pretty hard during the fall, and we see which guys can come out of it to uh, to potentially be our starters or, or our longer guys too. So, uh, and just to mention Caden as well, I mean, again, just the arsenal that he's developed, and he's did a great job of buying into that. Um, you see the pitch ability right now in his early season and he's been really successful with it talking to anthony claggett pitching coach wichita state how uh and in what situations do you encourage your starters to throw their second or third best pitch um they say never to get beat beaten with your third best pitch or your 
quote unquote worst pitch, but you got to show them everything. How tough is that to incorporate? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of just timing, right? I mean, typically when it's a tight situation, maybe you go to um, that pitcher's best traits and his best stuff, you know, because you're just going to match it up and say, hey, it's going to be power for power and my stuff, my best stuff versus your best stuff. And um, But that's the nice thing about Caden is, is he just has, you could probably say, obviously maybe his cutter's his best pitch, but I'd argue his two-seam is. And then at times his changeup is just really on point and he can – spot that thing up with some movement and then the breaking ball has really come um, next level as well and so he's got a complete arsenal that any day or a particular day he could have two three pitches that he can go to anytime so that's just the kind of separator for guys is, is if they're able to feel like they're not really ranking their pitches one two four or so um, they feel like, hey, I'm going to go to war with two, maybe three pitches because I feel confident in those on that given day. Coaching is never easy at any level. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it. But nowadays, with analytics, spin rate, and things like that, is it made easier uh, as a kind of a coaching tool to say, here, here's the proof that your stuff is good, and in particular, this pitch of yours is maybe better than you think it is? Does that make it easier to be able to show them that data? It does at times. Uh, you're you're seeing more and more of, of younger guys, specifically freshmen coming in, that are more educated on that stuff. You know, whether they go to a facility back home and and throw with them with all the Repsoto track man data, or they're they're going to different um, uh, facilities that uh, are or uh, PBR or at different events um, to where they can get their data. So they're more educated on it. From a development standpoint, yeah, it is good to clarify at times to say, okay, the eye test looks like it's a good pitch, but let's go to the data and see the movement patterns of it and see the spin. You maybe say, yes, this is above average pitch, or maybe sometimes the eyes plays trick on you and, and you see it differently, so you go and utilize the data to where you can maybe make some adjustments with that pitch to make it an elite pitch. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into it. I will say that uh, time-consuming is the biggest challenge with that, um, especially sometimes for our players. They want to look at that data all the time. But from a development standpoint, we try to make sure that we're very specific of when we use the data, um, making sure that there's also a lot of time spent on other elements, You know, just the mere fact of facing hitters and working with runners on base and and stuff of that sort. So uh, there's a balance to it for sure, but um, we have to be educated on it. We, the coaches have to be able to speak the language, especially when we get recruits in here that want to utilize the data and have a background utilizing it. Uh, it's just a piece of recruiting. It's a piece of development, and we're lucky enough to have the resources and Coach Green um, going out and raising money and all that. We're, we're really lucky to have the resources to, to have that data as well. You have to remind them every now and then, oh, by the way, the hitters will let you know which pitches are the best ones, too, because that's never going to change. That's, that's the best metric, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't care what your spin rate is or your movements or anything like that, uh, but just like you said, the hitter's going to let you know whether it's a good pitch or not. Talking to Anthony Claggett, pitching coach, Wichita State. Shockers open a home series, finally, coming up tomorrow afternoon against Utah Tech, 3 o'clock first pitch against Utah Tech as they return the visit Wichita State went to St. George last year. You brought up uh, Tommy Lepore. He's a very decorated high school pitcher, and I know you're 
fortunate to have him. He's got an unbelievably high ceiling, but he's gotten off to a kind of a rocky start so far. Is it more uh, about maybe being too amped up in his first couple of starts, or is there something maybe uh, mechanically you've seen with him? And, and talk about maybe the ceiling with Tommy Lepore. He's a really talented kid. Yeah, he is, Shane. And to be honest, the little background on him, um, he's just a tremendous kid, too. I mean, he works his, he works his tail off. Um, he loves the weight room. He loves the, the work ethic. Um, and he deserves all kinds of success. He really does. And we're, we're trying to make some adjustments with Tommy. Uh, he, he's got some work to do on some routine things as far as in the starter role. Um, He's got a. We made a, a little bit of adjustment with uh, his changeup grip, and really just goes back to because he has a special arm. Is really just commanding the fastball. Um, yeah. Mechanically, we've we've played around and, and tweaked with a couple things just to make him a little bit more consistent. But he's he's not far off mechanically. Um, it's really more of a getting settled into a routine. It's more from a mental standpoint of self talk. Um, but he's a highly competitive kid. He. Uh, he gives us everything he has, you know, and so that's why you know he's going to get another opportunity this weekend to go out and show that. And so it's it's like anything too. I mean, we still got to remember he's a freshman, even though he's very talented. Uh, he's going to go through some ups and downs, and two outings so far have been a little shaky. But um, he, he comes in, he wants to learn, he wants to make adjustments. He he understands that those things need to happen, and uh, he's going to go out and do the best of his ability to to make those adjustments. So we got all the confidence in the world in him. He's um, he's going to have a great career here, but um, yeah, we're going to just try to slowly make uh, adjustments and get uh, get better each week for him. Coach Reen talked about uh, extensively on that uh, seven game roadie that the guys you see out here, these starting nine, won't necessarily all be the ones that'll start in conference when we get there three weeks from now. Which is to say, it'll be kind of on an audition here and there at different positions. Uh, same goes for your guys. You trying to see who stacks up where uh, in these pre-conference games? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It goes it goes both ways too. On the mound, um, we're happy to get uh, almost every up buddy an opportunity. I think there's two guys that haven't thrown yet, and they they probably maybe next in line. But um, yeah, we're just trying to find the right combination. You know, with is it because uh, we have the opportunity with our our lengthy de- uh, bullpen to have matchups. So how much left, right do we want to go? Um, it could change week to week based on the matchup offensively that we're going to face. So, um, but all in all, to be honest, and, and Shane, you and I talked this a little bit about the, after the Auburn game, but it's going to be about competitiveness. We want guys yeah. out there who who understand what it means to wear the Shocker uniform and how to be tough and be tough on the mound and be able to make adjustments and pound the zone. Um when it comes down to it, it, it doesn't matter about stuff. It comes, it comes down to about competitiveness and toughness. And that's what we're looking for, you know, from a body language standpoint, from a demeanor standpoint, a mentality. So that's the things that um, culturally this coaching staff wants. Um, we're going to go with the guys who consistently give that. And uh, we'll find the right guys. So we're kind of, I guess, auditioning maybe is the right word, but um, we're making sure that these guys have the understanding of what we're looking for specifically on the mound, too. Um, and it's really about toughness and competitiveness, and we'll go to war with those guys. And can that game yesterday, too, uh, Coach, go a long way in convincing all your guys, hey, even when it looks like the chips are down and, you know, we're the, the winning percentage has shifted from our dugout to theirs, that as long as you compete, 
uh, good things can end up happening because it looked like ORU is going to have something for you in the ninth inning, but Adler closed the door. So kind of a good teaching moment, even in a win, right? Without a doubt. Without a doubt, yeah. It's uh, If you go out and compete, uh, you're going to keep the baseball gods on your side. you know. And, yep. and maybe that uh, chopper to Cam Johnson in the ninth inning with two outs there, uh, baseball gods were on our side a little bit that it didn't go a little bit higher. Uh, but Cam made a great play to close out that game. So, yeah, it, it is. It's just about the mentality of going out there. And, and obviously Tyler um, switched the mode a little bit and, and uh, came out with some competitiveness and toughness and pounded the zone and then carried on to the rest of the bullpen. So um, we're going to find the right guys who are consistently doing that. That's all that matters to us. And we feel like our stuff on the mound, too, will equate into a lot of outs that match up with that toughness as well. In the last, the final question before I let you go, Anthony Claggett, pitching coach for Wichita State. In the last three games, have you kept track of how many times you had to go out there? I think my uh, my uh, watch does that. I think I get my steps in. Um, <laughs> no, I, I you know it, it's uh, it's it's a funny you say that because there are certain times when you got to pick and choose when you're going to go out there and and how to utilize your timeouts and and we got the. Mauricio behind the plate and, and he does a great job too when I you know whenever I'm on the walkie-talkie and say hey Mo we got to get you out there go talk to the pitcher settle them yeah. down or get in them a little bit so um, the visits are are what they are but as long as we win ball games it doesn't matter I'll take as many steps as possible but uh, we'll be just fine we're, we're ready to go this weekend and looking forward to it appreciate the time coach go get them this weekend against Utah Tech thanks for the time thanks Jane appreciate it all right, Anthony Claggett, pitching coach, Wichita State. Shockers win yesterday 3-1, to one, holding ORU to one hit through the first seven innings, three hits through the first eight, and then stranded the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth to win 3-1 to one as they head home, Wichita State does, for the first time this year, tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Look forward to seeing you out there. Three-game series with Utah Tech. Tomorrow is a 3 o'clock game. Saturday at noon, Sunday at 1 against the Blazers, who incidentally are off to just a 1-8 and eight start on their season. And the weather's supposed to be better and getting better by the day. And Wichita State will be uh, unfurling a new fan experience, especially the uh, deck in the right field corner. Tomorrow's high expected to be 60 degrees. Saturday, 74. Sunday, 78. So certainly some baseball weather out at the Eck as Brian Green and the new fan experience and tailgating and the deck in right field. Uh, and also the new, uh, well, not new, we revisit the outfield hill experience when it comes to libations, too. That is coming back like it used to be back in the day. So Wichita State coming home at 4-3. and three. All road or neutral games be home for a good long while, interrupted only by a midweek trip to Norman coming up on Tuesday. But then after that, you got a Long Beach State weekend series here, two games in the midweek, the 12th and 13th against Nebraska here. Then Gonzaga comes here for a weekend series, and then K-State on the 19th. So in essence, the whole month, uh, Wichita State is home basically until the 22nd when they open conference play at UAB. Our thanks to Anthony Claggett, pitching coach, who joined us here on the Shane Dennis Show here on Thursday. All right, it's 1245. When we come back, we need to check out the Twitter question, and we got a whole bunch of giveaways to uh, to commence. 
here in the next hour plus. So be listening closely for your favorite either event or easy win if you're lucky number one, two, or three. X coming up next, 1246. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. But first, get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. It's the 67th annual NAI Men's Wrestling National Championship coming to Hartman Arena starting tonight, running through Saturday. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battle for glory. Don't miss out. Mark your calendar. Starts tonight and goes through Saturday, March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Again, it's the 67th annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship. It's going on at Hartman Arena. Join us out there for the wrestling showdown of the year, proudly presented by Visit Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Picture this. It's a hot summer day, and you have a new, beautifully designed pool customized to fit your style and space right in your backyard. One call to Super Pools, and this dream can become a reality in no time. Super Pools is also excited to announce that we have added concrete pool building to our repertoire. Call Super Pools today at 316-880-3900 or check out superpoolsusa.com to see some of our outstanding work. And remember, we dig fun. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. Love is in the air, and Burnell's offers the finest gift for lovers. Hi, it's Nathan from Burnell's Fine Jewelry and Design. Let me tell you, jewelry always surpasses chocolate in sweetness and outlasts flowers by centuries. This year, skip the boring gift and surprise her with a thoughtful diamond ring, pearl earrings, or a gold necklace that will truly make her heart skip a beat. We have romantic gifts for under $500 so you can show the love without breaking the bank. Visit us on the northeast corner of Rock and Central or shop online at Burnell's.com. Because when it comes to love, only the finest will do. Who do you make it home for? For my boyfriend. Okay, boyfriends. For my dog, Bosco. For my cat. She cares. She just doesn't act like it. I make it home for my little brother, who still looks up to me. I make it home for my mom, who always tells me to drive safe. For my three kids and the one on the way. Don't distract yourself from what matters most. Drive safe. Do it for them. A message from the Kansas Department of Transportation. 
Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 Tournament Championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Is this Ja Rule? It is. Okay. Happy birthday, Ja. He's 48. I knew he was semi-famous, but I knew I didn't know what he sounded like. But good guess by me. Ja Rule, 48 today. Or what? 12, I guess, when the actual, uh, when February 29th rolls around. True. That's kind of cool. Uh, the Twitter question coming your way next has to do with speed limits on the highway. Yeah, I know. It's weird. But I was on one last night, yesterday and last night. Uh, and the thought popped into my head. And so there it is at ESPN Wichita. Before we get to it, let us, Jack, give away some Kansas lottery tickets. Caller number three, 316-669-4996, $30 worth of cash blitz instant tickets. Caller number three. We'll get that going right now. We've got a lot of things to give away, so let's start it with the Kansas Blitz, $30 worth of instant tickets. Caller number three, 316-669-4996. The Kansas Lottery reminds you to keep the fun going when you become a Kansas Lottery Play On member. Join today. By going to playonkansas.com and sign up, it's free. PlayOn app offers you the ability to check your tickets, enter drawings, and receive notifications on the latest promotions and events from the Kansas Lottery. Of course, must be 18 years of age or older to enter. Good luck. We will continue to give those away throughout the rest of the week, as short as it may be. Speaking of, tomorrow we'll be out at Twin Peaks West at Ridge and Taft, we invite you out to come see us and celebrate the first day of March. And also, I would encourage you to, if you are of a certain religion, and even if you're not, uh, Fish and Chips is awesome out there. I'm a big fan at Twin Peaks West, which is where we'll be, or East at 21st and Rock. Grab the Fish and Chips for a light and fresh fare that never skimps on flavor. Beer-battered cod served with house-made tartar, malt vinegar, and french fries. You can enjoy them along with a 22-ounce Miller Lite or Coors Light for just a total of $12 every Friday through Easter. So take advantage of that no matter what you may celebrate or not. Or you can grab them with a soda or tea for just 10 bucks. So fish and chips tomorrow. Print it. Write that down. Make that happen. At Twin Peaks, come see us out there at Ridge and Taft. All right, before we get to what grinds my gears with Chance and Jack, which is apparently um, spread, wild, spreading the nation like wildfires, the newest, bestest segment ever in radio. But the Twitter question or X question at ESPN Wichita, 
The speed limit's 75 miles an hour. How fast are you going? And this, of course, has to do with I-35 um, from here to all the way down to Texas and all the way up into Minnesota. But in this particular case, there was a stretch where the speed limit, 75. And so my question is, if you're on that stretch of road, how fast are you going? 75 to 78, 79 to 83, depends on the flow of traffic or however fast the rabbit is going. Our very own chance jumped in the mention, said rule of thumb is always 10% over the speed limit. And that's what I had heard too. So 82 and a 75, 60 and a 55, etc. Um, what you all have said so far, 79 to 83, 64.7% of you drive that fast. 25.5% of you say 75 to 78. So a quarter of you are probably never going to get pulled over driving 75 to 78 in a 75. You're going to be in good shape. Just stay out of the left lane. Uh, 6% of you say it depends on the flow of traffic. And 3.9% of you have a lead foot and are going to get in behind the rabbit and follow him or her. Follow the rabbit. Texter just said that. So there's uh, at least... Four and a half percent of you are saying however fast the rabbit goes. I won't speak for everybody, but I think I've probably fallen into every single one of those categories, uh, depending on my haste in getting to where I want to be, whether it's to a destination or back home. Um, it's tempting to go however fast the rabbit goes. What's the downside Besides going over 85 miles an hour, for example, Jack, of going however fast the rabbit goes. Because the theory there is, well, somebody's going to get pulled over. It's going to be him, not me, right? Is that uh, faulty logic? Uh, no, it's not faulty logic. However, <laughs> you can still get pulled over because you're trailing, right? So if, yes. if you are, are pacing with the rabbit or the buffer, as I like to call call them, um, if the cops sitting there in a spot, well, here comes the phone number. But anyways, uh, what I was going to say is, uh, well, you know what? Forget it. I'll just answer it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> answer, answer the, the phone. phone. Yeah. All right. Answer the phone. I'll get ready to, uh, set up, grind my gears. All right. Uh, Chance, you're already here. You're the one that, uh, that re-reminded me. This is what I started the question for to begin with. It's like multiply 10%. On top of the speed yep. limit, and you're going to be okay, right? Yeah, I dated a girl in high school, and her dad was a cop, and it was right around the age where I was getting to driving, and I was like, I don't want to be pulled over. So, you know, how how often do you pull guys over, and what's usually the rule of thumb for you? And sometimes, I mean, it, it also comes down to time of the month. You know, if you're trying to hit a quota, a quota. Yeah, yeah. And today, leap day, I would not be uh, <laughs> in front of the traffic. But uh, um, usually 10%. I mean, it just depends on the weather, where you're going weather i should have put in there yeah depends, weather depends on sure. weather conditions yeah. yeah i mean on a day like a couple of days ago and it was really windy um that's kind of the rule of thumb would be 10 percent. all right say that again jack i'm sorry I, I missed you do we need to get to this call jeremy has joined us on the hotline hi jeremy what do you got well i was just going to share that following the rabbit doesn't always work out uh about 20 years ago i was uh living in florida about 19 years old at the time and the rabbit must have been doing about 100. I was doing 93, and Ooh. the uh, state trooper pulled us both over at the same time. 
How did he do uh, that? To, did he did he point to one of you, go over here, and the other one go over here? How did he do it? Well, I moved to the side as he shot past me, and he got the first guy, and then once he had the first guy kind of moving to the side of the road, he motioned to me as well and just kind of oh. directed us both over. Uh, you know, uh, this is the first time I ever got a ticket, uh, a 93 and a 65. It was not a cheap one. And uh, <laughs> the... Uh, the trooper asked me, he goes, you know, uh, what's the big hurry? And I said, I don't really have a hurry, just, you know, young with a lead foot. And he goes, well, I could get you for drag racing. Mm. And uh, I told wow. him, no, I, it wasn't a race. I was trying to lose, sir, and it looks like I lost anyway. So he wound up cutting me a break. He gave me a, a non-moving violation, 74 and a 65. I think he felt sorry for me for just being so dumb. Couldn't that also, uh, Jeremy, be reckless driving if you're over a certain mph over the limit is that reckless driving too did he bring that up uh no he didn't but uh south florida if you've never driven between west palm and miami uh nobody's driving less than 80 to 85 so um i wasn't too much off the flow of traffic believe it or not at 93 miles an hour uh i just had the mistaken belief that following the rabbit the rabbit's the one that gets caught right you know sometimes they catch the greyhound too all right. Good stuff, Jeremy. Thank you for that. And a, yep. a good PSA and warning. Uh, following the rabbit isn't uh, a fail safe. All right. When we come back, we'll get to grind my gears. Chance Lebo's here. Jack's going to weigh in, too. But before we get there, we've got a comedian and actor named Drew Lynch coming to town. He's going to be at the Orpheum Theater on Wednesday, March the 6th. If you want to go see him, got a pair of tickets to give away to you. Be caller number two to Jack now. Jack is a uh, all these guys and gals burning up the phone lines. Zach's, uh, Jack's staying busy. 669-4996. Caller number two to see comedian and actor uh, Drew Lynch at the Orpheum Wednesday, March 6th. Caller two, good luck. Grind My Gears is next. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.